0: We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. I am not going to give up and die, but I shall live. You shall live. Your family shall live. Your children shall live. Hope Restoration Ministries, Restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. Hallelujah. Now this morning, my sermon is inspired by this Bishop David, you know, Oyotepo. Oyotepo. If you remember, I quoted quoted the, the, the quote last Sunday, and then he said, We live in a thinker's world. Thinkers rule the world. If you are not a thinker, you end up a slave. Let me tell you, that statement has been working on my spirit. Uh, We live in a thinker's world. Thinkers rule the world. If you are not a thinker, you end up a slave. And I was inspired once again about that. And I'm talking to you this morning under this topic, Mastering Your mind. Mastering your mind. That is very important. Many of us have become slaves because we don't think. Amen. Amen. We are slaves economically. We are into debts because we don't think. We are slaves relationally. We find ourselves in these relationships because we don't want a thing for ourselves. In South Africa and probably in Africa as well, we have become slaves politically because we don't think. I need to tell you, it continues to trouble me in this nation that will vote for people year in and year out who continue to abuse us and when they don't deliver, we go and ban our schools we bend the infrastructure, we bend the tires, and then three months later, or two years later, we go back and then we vote for the very same people, and we become slaves, and we wonder what's wrong with us. It is because we don't think. They will be coming this year and next year with some food parcels, forgetting what we have gone through, because we don't want, we don't think. And let me tell you, I've seen people becoming slaves sexually. This year, even the the court, court, what is the court? The the parliament. They are busy now with that rule or a new law, you know, of allowing or promoting a a, a prostitution in our country. They want to make it a law and saying we you can now become a sex slave. And my problem is. You want people to become sex slave or sex workers because they don't think. Or you don't think. Instead of creating better jobs, now you want to make make them sex slaves, you know, and not just sex workers, but they're going to become sex slaves because we don't think. So once again, we live in a thinker's world. Thinkers rule the world. If you are not a thinker, you will end up a slave. What I have discovered is that a human's mind is like a garden which may be intelligently cultivated or allowed to run wild. But whether cultivated or neglected, this garden, it must and it will bring forth if no useful seeds, Bamba, if no useful seeds are put into it, then an abundance of useless weeds will fall therein and continue to produce after their kind. And vice versa. If you put a useful seed in this garden that we call it a mine if you plant good seeds, this garden will produce good fruits that will be beneficial to you. Listen to me, child of God. This principle is called the law of cause and effect. What is impressed upon the mind will be expressed in the body. Example, health is a result. So is illness. Poverty is a result. So are riches. Feeling good is a result. So is feeling down. Nothing happened by chance. You are feeling down because you have been processing some thoughts, negative thoughts in your spirit. And no wonder you are feeling down. You don't just wake up and not feel healthy. There are things that we have consumed in your body or in your mind that have made you not to be healthy. You don't just wake up and find yourself being poor or in an environment of poverty. It is created. It is something that has been made in our minds and we walk in it physically. Physically. Listen to me. You are what you think about. I wanted to write that down. You are what you think about. Or should I say, we become what we think about. If you think you are useless, this is what you have deposited in your mind. Remember, it's a month of imagination here. It's a month of imagination. And what I'm saying to you, you are what you think about. The big question is, what are you thinking about? What are you feeding your mind with? If you are not happy with the fruit, listen to me. If you are not happy with the fruit, you must change the roots. If you want to change the visible, you must change what was I The invisible. The problem, it is not just the visible. It starts in the invisible. Our battle, our battle that we are in, in it is not the physical battle. It is the spiritual warfare. If you can win your battle in your spiritual warfare, whatever presents itself in the, in the physical, it will never trouble you. Someone put it in a beautiful way. Uti this person, I've said this before. This person says, watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character. It becomes what, one Your destiny. You don't just reach your destiny by chance. You are there because you have been building. You have been thinking thoughts, and these thoughts became words. You don't just speak anyhow. It is because you have been applying some thoughts and now you are speaking the thoughts and your words, they become action. Your actions become your habits and your habits become your character. And your character takes you to your destiny. Asiblah, no, it is not witchcraft. You have been taking these things step by step. Your thoughts, your words, are you with me? Your actions, and thereafter they become your habits. your habits become your character. And now you are in this destiny. You are saying, "I am not happy. If you are not happy with your character, you know what you need to do. You need to go back, delete, look at your actions, look at your habits. Look at your words. Look at your thoughts and change your thoughts and begin to do things in the right way. We can reverse this thing. Am I speaking to somebody? So your mind, remember, your mind, it is not just a thing. Your mind is an activity. Your mind is an image maker. Every day you are making image. And listen to me, what is conceived in your mind will be birthed in the physical this thing is dangerous you can conceive things so what is conceived in your mind will be birthed in the physical what you think about you bring about that is why those who are making millions they are into media space It's the battle of the mind. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you want to do is to look at your cell phone. Feed in your mind. They know if they can grab your mind, they've got everything. The battle of our children that they're facing is the battle of the mind. They know that if we can have their minds, they will belong to us. No wonder the writer says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That is what the scripture says unto us. But you know, there's a man by the name of James Allen. He puts this in a beautiful way. In one of his books, the title of the book, it says, Mind is the Master. Get that copy. Beautiful book. Mind is the Master by Allen, by James Allen. Listen what he says, James Allen. He says, every man is where he is by the law of his being. He says, the thoughts which he has built into his character have brought him there. Uh-uh. Let's start that again. Let me say that again for those who are watching online. He says, every man is where he is by the law of his being. The thoughts which he has built into his character have brought him there. And in the arrangement of his life there is no element of chance but it's a result of a law which cannot err. It is not a mistake. This is what you have been doing all along. These are your choices. No wonder Paul when he speaks to these ancients, anxious Philippians, the church that was so anxious, he begins to address the issues of the mind. When you read in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, I don't know your Bible, but my Bible in chapter 4, it also gives the title of that chapter. It says, Be anxious for nothing, think these thoughts. That is the title of, of that chapter in my Bible. Now, when you read in verse 6 of chapter 4, listen what it says. It says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Listen what it says. He says, Meditate on these things. Hallelujah. He says, Meditate on these things. Bamba, which things that you need to meditate on? Not your television, not Isibaya, not all these things that you are meditating on, not Mubango, you know, he says now, these are the things, these are the things uh, uh, you can tell that uh, I'm very old, I'm still speaking about Mubango and all that, I don't know what are the soaps that are playing now, but he says these are the things that you need to meditate on. He says, finally brethren, whatever things are what? Read with me. Are true. Whatever things are what? are noble, Whatever things are just. Whatever things are pure. Whatever things are lovely. Whatever things are of what? Good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, what is it that we need to do? Meditate on what? On these things. These are the things. These, these are the food. This is the food of your mind. The question that we need to ask you this morning, what are you feeding your mind with? Because the Bible says, here is the food of your mind. Meditate on these things. And in verse 9 says, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do and the God of peace will be with you. Now, I read verse 8. And verse 9, with the amplified translation, listen what it says. It says, finally, believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, and worthy of respect, whatever is right, and confirmed by God's word. I love that. And confirmed by God's word. It says, these are the things we need to meditate on the question is whatever you are watching whatever you are meditating on is it something that is confirmed by the word of god i think that's how we need to live this life everything that you do ask yourself let me just check the reference is this in the word of god What does the word of God say about what I am watching? You know, you don't need a pastor. You don't need to be condemned by anyone. When you're sitting before the television, just ask yourself, does the word of God, is this pure? Is this lovely? Is this good for my spirit? When you are opening that computer, that that laptop, whatever the site that you are visiting, is this pure? Is this lovely? Is this just? Is this good for your spirit? And then, if you are not sure, check the word. Check the word. Even when the prophets come to you and tell you things, the Bible says, check the word confirm with the word we are living on the last days where everybody can hear from god where everybody can come and claim and say i'm a man of god i'm a woman of god i don't have a problem about that what does the word say? what does the word confirm with the word listen to me children of god don't just take everything that i'm preaching after preaching go home and confirm with the word of god if pastor Matebula was preaching you know the true gospel Today, we don't want to read. We just want people to package things for us. That is why we are easily robbed. Confirm with the word of God. So the Bible says, whatever is pure, wholesome, whatever is lovely, and bring peace, brings peace. Whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there is any excellence, I love that one if there's any excellence worthy of praise, it says think continually on these things, continually. And I love what it says there. And then in the bracket it says, center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. You center your mind In these things. And let me tell you, you're not going to be a slave. Nobody's going to rob you. When you center your mind on these things. Are you good this morning? So the question this morning, in the next 10 minutes, how do I master my mind? Because we are talking about mastering your mind. How do I master my mind? Listen to me, children of God. If we, all of us can master our minds. Doesn't matter you are a young person, you are a married person, you know, you are a business person. It doesn't matter. If we can all master our minds, we're going to have a good life. People are in a terrible relationship today because we don't even master our minds. No wonder we mess so much even in our marriages because we don't master our minds. Look at the conversation that we have in our marriage. It is because we have not mastered our minds. So the first question, how do I master my mind? Are you ready? You cannot master your mind without transforming your mind. Be transformed in your thinking. Before your mind can be mastered, before you can master your mind, your mind must be transformed. Or should I say, adopt a heavenly mindset. It's very simple to master a heavenly mindset. ...than the carnal mindset. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says... ...and to not be conformed to, to this world... ...but be transformed by the renewing of your mind... ...that you may prove what is that good and acceptable... ...and perfect will of God. Let your mind be transformed. Are you with me? Let God change your mind. As a child of God, it is very important... allow God to transform your mind but the big question, how does that process, you know, goes? Let me tell you, through the word of God, through good meditation in the word of God, that is how the mind it is transformed. Your mind, as much as you got saved, you still have a battle of the mind. The battle of the mind will continue every day. That is why a mind, it is something that must be mastered by the word of God. You meditate on the word of God. Joshua make sure you meditate on the word of God never, never spend a night without reading the word of God, meditate on it day and night and you will be successful as a young leader meditate listen to me children of God, I've written there a quote by Albert Einstein he said we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. Did you hear what I said? We cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. You see, you are in a, se- you are in a serious problem this morning. And then you cannot solve your problem with the very same mind. That is why that mind must be transformed. My shinshwe, that mind. And allow God To intervene in that mind to influence that mind so number one you know how to master be transformed in your thinking and number two be intentional in your thinking be intentional in your thinking until your thoughts are linked with purpose there is no intelligent accomplishment did you hear what i said i said until your thoughts are linked with purpose there is no intelligent accomplishment very very important that is why god says Whatever is true. You are intentional about that. Whatever is honorable. Whatever is worthy of respect. You are really intentional and say, you know what? I refuse to think about this. But I will be intentional. I will channel my mind into thinking about this matter or about thinking like this. You are training and developing your mind. You know, in science, there is what we call the law of vibration. The law of vibration. The law of vibration simply says every thought or mental state has a corresponding rate and a mode of vibration. Now, don't worry about that. I'll explain that. The law of vibration also states that in order to materialize something, you must first match the vibration Of what you want we went to PE to bury pastor Jay's mother our condolences to him as well so when we went to Mtata we rented this car when I go to other places I insist to my PA get me a big car I'm not gonna get a small car the lives of people are depending on me, especially in the roads of South Africa where there are a lot of potholes. I'm not driving yana uno. I always insist, even if it's a day I need a big car, okay? Um, uh, so this time they gave me a beautiful rented car, X1. It's an X1, the latest one. We drove that car in and out and I really loved what I saw there. Let me tell you, my eyes were never focused on X1. But now I'm trying to teach you a principle here. I stepped into an X1 for the first time. Yesterday, even when I was here, while I was driving on the road, I started seeing X1s. Do you know what I'm talking about? That you were not aware of the cars until you step into this. We call that the law of vibration. When you are exposed to something, your mind begins to vibrate in a different level. You know, so that is why it is very, very important for you, you know, to be intentional in your thinking. This is how you grow your mind. Listen to me. It was many years ago. I just took a a test drive of a 7-series. I could not afford it. I could not afford it. But I went in, I got BMW. I did not have money. I said, I want to test drive this car. And then, thank God, they don't ask you, you've got money or, or what. They ask you just a license. And then they asked me a license, they allowed me to get into this car. My goodness me, my goodness me, I'm telling you, my mind started vibrating in a different way. Wherever I go, I started seeing seven series, seven series, because I have tested the thing. This is how you develop your mind. You know, expose your mind into bigger things. Expose your mind into beautiful things. Expose your mind into pure things. The moment you see pure things, your mind begins to vibrate in a different thing. If you expose your mind to godly people, wherever you go, you are searching for godly people. You are searching for godly people because you are vibrating in a different level. The question that we need to ask you this morning, How's your vibration? Let me tell you, don't put this on television. If you feed yourself, you always feed your mind with half-naked people. No wonder you want to walk naked because your mind vibrates at that level. Whatever you are exposed to, you also vibrate at that level. You want to act and react like those people Expose your mind into right thing. Spend time with business people. Spend time with thinkers. And then your mind will go to another level. Am I helping somebody this morning? If your mind, if you are not vibrating at high level, you will never see what is already available. X1 was already available. But because my mind was never vibrating. At that level, sometimes what we are crying for it is available but the problem is that our mind is not exposed it's not vibrating at that level am i helping somebody is that a good word this morning number three be decisive in your thinking you don't just become you know uh, intentional in your thinking but you must be decisive in your thinking All that we achieve and all that we fail to achieve is the direct results of our own thoughts. So you need to be intentional when it comes to your thinking. Now listen to this verse. When I'm saying be decisive in your thinking, listen to Romans chapter 12, but with a message translation. Listen, Romans chapter 12, message translation from verse 1 to verse 2. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life. And place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you in the best thing, is the best thing you can do for him. And it goes on, it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. This thing, it's a daily thing. Day by day, you are decisive. You're sleeping. You're eating. You're walking. You're talking. You are decisive in your thinking. I'm not going to speak like this to my wife. I'm not going to speak like this to my children. I'm not going to speak like this to my parents. You are decisive in your thinking. You are selecting your words. Some of you, you have become a prison of your thoughts because you have said things and those things have put you in a prison. You are in this company. They don't even promote you because when you speak, you speak without thinking. Speak to your boss anyhow. And you come here, you want some promotions. Pray for me, Pastor. Pray. I need some, no promotion until you fix your mouth. Until you fix your thinking. And honor those who have employed you. Think right and you'll speak right. Be decisive in your thinking. Be intentional. Some of you, your marriage, they don't need prayers. They need you to start talking right. Think right. This is not your boyfriend. It's It's your husband. This is not your girlfriend. This is your wife. Think before you speak. She's not a worker. She's your wife. We mess up the very same thing that God has given unto us because we don't think. We speak anyhow. I will leave you. I will leave you. After all, when I got married to you, you had nothing. Really? And then you come and say, Sorry, daddy. Sorry. I understand you said sorry, but I remember you said you got meaning and a loot. I, forgo- I forgive you, but that statement is still sticking. You said you got meaning and a next. You have messed up your marriage. Look at the person next to you and say, You see, now he's talking to you. Three minutes, hallelujah. Are we good? Yeah. So you need to be decisive in your thinking. Listen to what Peter says. You know it's amazing what the Bible says. First Peter chapter 1 verse 13, listen what it says. It says, therefore, prepare your mind for action. That is in your Bible. It says prepare your mind for action. Keep sober in spirit. Keep sober in spirit. Don't speak as if you are a drunkard. Keep sober as a child of God because your mind can put you into a serious problem. Number four, be repulsive in your thinking. Be repulsive in your thinking. Be careful what you think about because your thoughts run your life. That is what the scripture says. Be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life that is why you need to make sure according to second corinthians it says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in god for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of god we need to bring every thought to the obedience of god when the thought comes up you need to make sure you obey in the name of jesus i am not going that direction the battle is here right right here in your mind look at the last one look at the last the last two be futuristic in your thinking be futuristic in your thinking if you don't want to be a slave, you must be futuristic in your thinking. Begin with the end in mind. You see, this is how God is operating. This is how God operates. Listen to what it says in the book of Isaiah chapter 46. It says, I make known the end from the beginning. This is how you need to think. He says, I make known the end from the beginning. He says, from ancient times, what is still to come? I say my peoples will stand and I will do all that I please. You know, if you can see the end from the beginning, it does not matter what comes your way. If you can have that image in your mind, if you can have that image in your mind, it doesn't matter what comes your way. This is God. He says here, I make known the end from the beginning. You know, from ancient times, what is still to come? I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. If you've got the image, in your mind. It does not matter what is trying to stand on your way, but the purpose and the image that is in your mind shall come to pass. If you can win the battle in your mind, it's just the question of time, you know, for you to be given an opportunity in the physical world, you know, to demonstrate what already you have won in your mind. You see, the Germans are very good at this. The Germans are very good at this. We are driving now the cars that we call them, it's a new model. It's not a new model to them. I don't know, Opa, if you have put that picture there. Already there's a 7 Series. I mean, the the Mercedes S-Class for 2026. You guys who are driving the 2023, you are saying it's a new model. The Germans, they've got the 2026 model already. You know what they've done? They made one. They designed one, they made one. It's a model, made, conditioned. To condition simply means you speak to the other dealers. You show them the design of 2026. You are saying this is our design for 2026. They are here in 2023. They are showing them the design for 2026. They are saying to them, if you are thinking of a design for 2026, you can do something else, but forget about this one. This is our design. You know what they've done, these guys? They are right here. 2023, but they step into 2026, they claim and condition 2026, they own the future. Of 2026 and they go back into 2023. They relax. They know that the future is secured because they've got the image of 2026. They know what type of a car is going to be in 2026. They are here but they are ruling the future. Children of God, this is how we need to think. If you want to be a free person, you must think about the future. Don't think about the past. You know what is troubling me in this country? You've got people who are saying there are no jobs in South Africa. There are no opportunities. Mm -hmm. And people from other countries, they are coming here and they've got opportunities. They've got jobs. They've got everything. While we are sitting, saying there are no opportunities, people, they are coming in. Every day they are coming in big number to take what we don't see. And finally... Be universal in your thinking. Live local and think global. We have touched that one with the business people. But as you stand on your feet this morning, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. How much thoughts, how much thought have you ever given to your thoughts? Did you hear what I said? Do you ever think about what you are thinking about? Let me say that again. How much thought have you ever given to your thoughts? Do you ever think about what you are thinking about? What are you thinking about every day? Do you ever ask yourself why you feel the way you feel? What is the cause? Why are you feeling so depressed? Why are you feeling so discouraged? Have you ever thought what are the things that makes you to feel like that? Why do you feel like a failure? Have you ever thought about that? Because you don't just wake up and feel like a failure. There's been a process. Think about what you're thinking about. Come and raise your right hand this morning. Father God, we thank you this morning We thank you that you are God. We thank you that there is no one like you. Would you please pray this prayer after me? Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you today. Lord Jesus, come to my heart. Be a Lord and the Savior of my life. Thank you, Father, for saving me, for making me your child. In Jesus' name. Father God, help me this morning. Transform my mind transform my thinking i don't want to be a slave but i want to lead in jesus name thank you holy spirit for cleansing my mind right now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of jesus thank you father for transforming me in jesus name do you receive it this morning come and give god a big end of praise